Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grace Sufficient Podcast. We're happy that you are here. Hi, guys. Uh, it is a pleasure to be back uh, with another episode. Uh, we're starting off the year. We're still in January. We're just really excited for what God has for every single one of us this year, you know? I feel like 2024 is going to be an amazing year, and I am expecting and I'm hoping that it will be. So do you have expectations? Do you have that hope? Because uh, that's the beginning of faith, you know, mm -hmm. starting hope so that, you know, the practice and everything, you know, starts to fresh in a faith. So, And in the, our last two episodes, the first two of the year, we actually talked about some goals and plans and streams for the future we talked about 2024 what we are expecting out of it and also a special announcement was made on that second episode so if you haven't seen them yet or haven't listened to them yet go ahead and do so and today we're going to do our third episode of the year i'm excited for the passage we're going to read yeah do you want to start um <laughs> no but i i did wanted to just kind of mention uh, this uh, this specific verse was uh, a command given to Joshua that was leading the people of Israel into the promised land. And in many times in my life, I feel like God has put this verse in my in my heart. Uh, specifically, the part towards the end that says to be strong and courageous. Um, I feel like, you know, going into a new year can be scary, especially when you like you got so many dreams and aspirations and you have so many things that you want to accomplish and you feel like, man, I already started wrong. Like I didn't even go to the gym mm -hmm. or I didn't even, you know, do, do what I was supposed to do. I didn't apply for the job. I, I flanked the interview. Who knows? Right. But, um, the year is so young still, there's so much to go and it's not really how you start, but it's how you finish. Yeah. And it's so. also the process too. I was listening to this video this was like at the end of last year so it was like right around the holiday week and it was really insightful because the the girl I was talking she has she's a mother of I think eight kids and she has a lot of you know experience under her belt and she was saying you know it's not about the birthday it's not about the vacation day or days um it's not the wedding day like she was a wedding photographer too so she's like it's that's all those events are just a blink of an eye. It's the process. It's the lead up. It's the anticipation. Mm -hmm. And as you go through your life and you're setting goals for yourself or you're gearing up towards something, I think that the that process, the journey is so much more enjoyable. And, you know, it's I think it's more valuable than the actual destination. Um, of course, it doesn't take away from the fact that the destination is, you know, that end goal that you want to get to, but enjoy the process, enjoy the journey on the way there because there's so many treasures that you can find along the way. Yeah. And so many lessons too, good. things that you can learn. Yeah. The, the, the way you accomplish big things is by small increments. It's, I'm thinking about our you vacation. Have, you have to like love the process. Yeah. And I'm thinking about our vacation too, because our, our, my friend from high school is getting married and she's having a destination wedding in Cancun and it's an Indian wedding. And so there's many events and many things. And so we've been planning for this thing for about a year now or, or so. And it's, I'm trying to like, remember this, like it's the lead up. It's the, the process of getting things ready for that trip. And, um, because that trip before, you know, it, it's going to just pass by. And so we're, we're talking here about a little trip, but it's also in every area of your life, you can apply it to that. I remember when I was getting re ready to, um, I was going through the 
academic coursework to get my degree, my, my license to become a nurse, there were really tough, tough moments there. Um, but I had to remember that this season, I was never going to live through it again. And at the same time, I was also dating Johnny. And so it was a new experience there. And I was trying to just like squeeze everything out of those months that I could, because I knew it was going to just before I knew it, it was going to flash before my eyes. So enjoy the destination, even if it's a the little process. bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. The process. Thank you. And, um, even if it's, um, even if there's a lot of hard times in that, you'll look back and you'll also be able to find good in it. And even in the moment, if you don't see good in it, try to, because I, I bet that there's a lot that you can extract from there that is positive. And I feel like I'm living through that right now in these last three months. And we'll talk more about that in another one, but yeah, it, there's so much value to the, the process. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and read the verse. Yeah. So this is Joshua 1. We're going to go through verse 1 through 9, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Lord's charge to Joshua. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hmm. Did you catch a do not be afraid in there? Yeah. (laughs) One of the 365 ones in the Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he said, be strong and courageous, be strong and very courageous. And then Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, by the way, my command is be strong and courageous. So in case you missed the point. <laughs> when the Bible when in the Bible, when you see something that gets repeated like that very often, it's kind of like when a teacher tells you, like, if I'm repeating something over and over again, like, it's do important. I, do I have to say it again? <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is beautiful. I mean, um, obviously we, we think about what God is telling Joshua and the, you know, the calling that he's about to go into. Leading the people of Israel was very difficult. There were very difficult people to lead. And at this point, the person he was following 
it was, you know, his, uh, it was Moses. Moses did not get to enter the, the promised land because of something he did on disobedience. So now Joshua has to be strong and courageous. And can you expand on why those people were difficult people to lead? Oh my, well, the Israelites based on the scriptures, they just, they will see signs and wonders. God will be with them. God would show Provide. his love and his grace and his forgiveness. And then it's like they had amnesia. Like two days later, three days later, they would go like one, you know, a few days. They would go back and worship, you know, um, idols. false idols made of gold. Mm -hmm. The gold that they got from Egypt from the deliverance that the Lord gave them. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very interesting because, you know, blessed are those who be believe in something they've never seen, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have the story of the Israelite that saw the miracles and wonders that, you know, God spoke directly to Moses. Like they, they saw all these miracles, yet they still struggled to be obedient to the commands that God gave them. Yeah. Now, it was, I get it. I mean, it would have been difficult as well for any of us to to be able to supply everything that now grace covers through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But um, but that being said, like making false idols is just like out of pocket. Like, you, <laughs> and God would really get upset. And there was just mm -hmm. a lot that happened in those 40 years mm -hmm. because there was trial and testing and God basically saying, saying like you're, you're the generation, the first one of the stubborn people are not going to go in only the next generation and, you know, a couple people. And it's so interesting how that became the first commandment. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> I mean, God God is never okay with you having an idol, putting something before him to bring you peace and comfort and all that. It's just mm -hmm. not, not good. He does not mm -hmm. like that. So um, so I want, I want to kind of just talk about the be strong and courageous part. I mean, there's a lot in that verse that we can unpack, but... Why would God tell you to be strong and to be courageous if what you were going to be facing was going to be easy and comfortable? Mm -hmm. Right. So <laughs> in this year, you have to be expected of having difficulties and storms and and things coming your way. But that being said, storms are not bad. Difficulties are not bad. We see it in James 2. You know, it gives you an opportunity to develop endurance through the trials and tribulation. Right. So I think um, it's not a bad thing when God puts storms in your way you know mm -hmm. so with every great story god is always gonna you know and this is something that it was really difficult for me to not so much understand but to accept that sometimes god lets you go through difficulties not for yourself but for the benefit of others how can you help people come out of a difficult situation if you've never been through one you know so like you probably wonder, it's like, oh man, this is this sucks. Like, the year is about to start, and you're telling me to be strong, and courageous. It's about to be hard. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> because nothing great and nothing amazing that God wants to do with you is gonna come out of the comfort zone of your of your life. Like, you have to get out of your comfort zone and start doing things that that are congruent with the lifestyle and the choices and the things that you have to do to get to that point. You know, what do you think? Absolutely. Because also when you ask God for things like for strength or for patience, things like that, a lot of times a trial will come that will build, bring out that in you. Mm -hmm. And through the help of God, you'll be able to endure those moments. Um, 
strength is made in the same way. Like when you're working out, you're, you're breaking your muscle fibers Mm -hmm. when you're lifting heavy weights and it's difficult in the moment. But as that heals, you'll be able to lift more because that was able to be renewed and that strength is now there where it wasn't before. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not always going to be given, you know, like that to you. It has to be built and God uses situations to build certain areas in your life that you're maybe asking for him to improve. But it's really going to take that, that work from your part also. That's very true. Sorry, just like... <laughs> um. I, I think that um, there's going to be a lot of blessing coming your way and a lot of uh, opportunities for you to develop that endurance. Ultimately, I, I do believe that God gives us free will to to choose to go through certain things, to go to the other side and really receive the blessing and be ready for it. Mm-hmm. So we have obviously, you know, dreams and aspirations. So let's talk about like, for example, in a health standpoint, right? Like how, 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 can I actually apply certain things in my life to meet my goals in my health? Right. Um, I think the pastor, our pastor was having a preaching this Sunday that, I mean, it was amazing. He was talking about uh, the widow uh, mm-hmm. and how Elijah came to her house and basically multiplied time and time again, the oil that she had. And uh, that was, was supporting her home, but God doesn't use what you think you don't have. He uses what you already have. Right. So in, in scriptures, you see that Elijah as uh, I don't know if it was Elijah or Elisha. I'm actually not completely sure, but it was one of them. Um, and then the prophet comes and asks her, say, hey, um, what do you have? She's like, I have nothing. And then he said, you must have something. What do you have? Well, I have a little bit of oil. And there is a little bit of something in your life that you already have that I can use uh, to multiply. God is a God of multiplication. Think about the whole uh, parable of the mustard seed. The mustard seed is the smallest of all seeds. But God says that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, that will be enough to move a mountain. Because it isn't about how big your faith is. It's how little it it can be. And from that point forward, he can multiply it to the point where Mm -hmm. you can move a mountain with your faith. This is what... um, this is something that freed me. Like everything you have is all you need. Mm-hmm. As little as it may seem, as insignificant as it may seem, you might have this little talent and you're like, man, what am I supposed to do with this? It's like, give it to the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Give it to the Lord. He like, Lord, I have a little bit of this and I have faith to believe that you will, you will use this to bless my life. You know? Yeah. That was Elisha, Elisha. in Second King chapter four. Mm-hmm. Second Kings chapter four. Um, it's a beautiful story and there's so much wisdom to extract from it. Oil itself is such a meaningful word and like substance <laughs> in the spiritual realm and in the Bible it's mentioned so many times and we like back then they used to use oil to light their lamps and keep it keep the flame burning and so oil has such a significance so it's so interesting that that was actually what was what he asked her for i only Mm -hmm. have this little bit of oil could have been like flour or Mm -hmm. water or something 
but I think oil um, is, is very like poetic and powerful uh, mm-hmm. to use. Um, there, that message really spoke to me because I, I sometimes tend to underestimate what I have. Oh, this little bit of talent or, oh, little old me. I, I think this is where we get into imposter syndrome too at least myself, when I underestimate and undervalue what I have Mm -hmm. and therefore I don't use it to its full capacity because, well, why would I, you know, it's, it's so insignificant, so small. What can I really offer? What do I really have to give? And could that even make this little bit of a difference or that much of a difference? Mm. But like our pastor was talking about yesterday. and, And if you think about it in the financial sense, if you see your cents and dollars as little tiny insignificant things you will never be able to really save up and you'll actually have leaks as you continue to spend them because you don't really value them as well uh, as much as you should there's so much mm-hmm. in that um but back to the imposter syndrome that sometimes i feel like i face is that I don't see how what I do have is is valuable enough. And I think a lot of us can actually feel that way and not even realize it. And therefore, we don't make decisions that are, you know, risk-taking decisions because we think it's not enough. So we think we're not enough. But, you know, if God gave that to you, then, and he is enough, he's more than enough, then, you know, use it. It's, it's so true, baby, because I feel like I've gone through my, my own share of, of times and things where I've... Um, I feel like what God gave me was not good enough. Um, and a lot of times it came with, uh, with, with the trap of comparison. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, compared to this person, I don't have talent. So why would I write? Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to get into that. Like you could, I mean, you could apply this to anything. Like yeah. apply it to health, right? You go to the gym and you see all these fit people already. And you're like, oh, man, I don't want to be in front of these people. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to work out in front of people that are already fit. They're probably going to make fun of me and this, this, and that. I feel so belittled. Why would I do 10 push-ups if yeah. I, you know, that person can do 100. Yeah. You know, why would I even do 10 push-ups? But if you do 10 push-ups every day, maybe you'll be able to do 20 in a row or 30. Run your own race. I think right. that's really comes down to. Um, it, I, I think for me it was uh, with music. I feel like, uh, you know, I, I feel like that definitely gave me talents in music but i never it's like i always wanted to compare with someone else to see if i was like i could meet the the quota or Mm -hmm. i could get to to the same level or stuff like that but at the end of the day it's really not about that i've seen a lot of people that are very talented that have zero oil and in the kingdom anointing is way more important than talent because god can make us a rock speak (laughs) if he wanted to and um i believe that a lot of this times, like when it comes to surrendering your, your your the little that you have to God, um, is also believing that with that He can do um, more than enough. I think that um, He wants to bless you and He wants to uh, prosper you. It's His desire for you to be prosperous in every single way. You know, we we were talking about that with our youth. That he doesn't just want you to be prosperous in one area. He wants you to be prosperous in every area. Yeah. Believe. In all things. Yeah. Believe in the little. Believe in the little things that, that you that currently have and don't, don't belittle them. Do not um, do not compare them. 
and let uh, let God be able to work with you in partnership to allow you to develop those areas in your life. Yeah, we actually talked about that in our previous episode where we talked about God's in the details. He's in the little things too. That was in Proverbs. So yeah, don't underestimate. I think there's, we have such a limited mind, like mind compared to God mm-hmm. that we're just, we're doing a disservice. And I think we stand in our own way and in, in God, God's way um, at times when we hold back, you know, we were talking about what's holding back your blessing. A lot of times it can be how we speak to ourselves, how we, how we communicate with God, how we even like our mindset about our lives and ourselves and our capacities. There's, there's so much to it. But as you were talking about music, you've had to be courageous in this season that you're, you announced that you're going to be releasing music and you've been working on it now for most of the year, most of last year. So yeah, it's been putting that in in practice. It's been uh, definitely like an on and off thing because I want to devote the the correct time and I, I want to be able to brainstorm and give it, give, give the creative process enough time so that it comes off nicely. Um, But yeah, definitely I have had to be strong and courageous Mm because my, you know, obviously the enemy is like wants to push down everything that I have, like especially, especially going into a space that he rules. Actually, God rules over every space, mm-hmm. but he had a lot of influence in it mm-hmm. and he still does. So uh, I want to leave you guys with this. We want to leave you with the uh, uh, verse A of Joshua 1 and you study this book of instructions continually. Meditate on it day and night so you, will, so you will be sure to obey every written thing in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We love you guys. Love you guys. We'll pray over you. Father God, please um, bless these people. Lord, allow them to see their little the way that you see their little. You rejoice on small beginnings, Lord. So I ask you, Father God, to bless them, Father God, to be to give them um to be given authority, Lord, in their lives, that you um allow them to see themselves like you see them, Father God. I I love you so much, Lord, and I ask you um that you allow this podcast to reach the people that it needs to reach. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Love you guys so much. Bye. See you later. <laughs>